Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks, shortcuts, designed to shape your best life and business in the least amount of time. I'm your host, David Ubita. Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs starts right now. Hey, welcome back to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks, shortcuts to shape your best life and business in the least amount of time. My name is David Ubita, and I'm your host. Our next guest is an award-winning real estate broker, entrepreneur, serving well over 800 Chicagoland families. Oh, and she likes to jump out of planes for fun. You're going to love her story and her unique perspective. Her name is Kinga Korpaks. We'll dive into her story when we return. Welcome to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. So, Kinga, you're a rock star broker, and you have been doing this now for how long? 18 years. 18 years, amazing. What got you started in the real estate business? Well, uh, I was getting a divorce, and I needed something. I had two small children, and I needed something, a career where I can manage my time so I can take my kids uh, off to school, on and off to school. And uh, from doing a lot of research, uh, I decided the real estate will be my career. Very nice, very nice. So when you were married, is, did you have a career at that time, or how did that work out? Uh, so uh, my ex-husband and I, we own an auto body shop and car sales. So we had a very successful business. Mm. Very nice, very nice. And so I'm assuming that you enjoy being a broker more than the other uh, business before. Correct. So uh, I had to learn, I actually had to learn a lot of things in the past business, uh, even repairing some minor uh, things in the car, ordering parts, doing estimates. But most important things was customer service. So whatever happened, I felt that customer service was the way to go. So I've, that helped me actually how to, um, you know, talk to people and how to take care of the people that helping translate it into our real estate. Wow. So tell us about your business right now. Uh, you've been at this for 18 years. Um, I often see many of your posts and uh, they're, they're always very professionally done and you just recently accepted a position, uh, I believe, running one of the boards. Is that right? Correct. So I'm a director of Main Street Organization of Realtors. Yeah, correct. It's the biggest uh, organization in Illinois and number six in the United States uh, member-wise. We have almost 18,000 members. Holy cow, as the great Harry Carey would once say. So what, is, what, the, what does this new role entail? What, what will you be doing um, to lead these 18,000? Uh, they're agents and brokers, right? Correct. They're agents and brokers. Uh, correct. Um, so it's uh, like an, it's a, we run an organization, so we make the decisions, uh, you know, uh, how to run it and um, financial decisions, uh, educational decisions, uh, what's best for our members. Very nice. Have you done, have you had a role like this before? I have not. Uh, this is the biggest role, uh, I believe, uh, uh, that lead me from what I have done in a different smaller leadership positions before that led me into, you know, uh, them accepting me uh, a position for the board of directors. 
So why did you take on this position? I mean, being a broker, I know you, it's not like you're bored and have nothing to do. <laughs> I know you're busy. I am extremely busy. Uh, it's the people that I know because they're helping each other. Um, so very professional. I can learn from them as well and uh, help. Uh, and, and I believe just helping uh, others what drives me as well. So if I can see the difference, what I do in other people, that what drives me. Well, let's talk about that for a bit. What is it that drives you? I know that you're very ambitious. Uh, you've accomplished some things um, on the professional side that um, are you know, that are worthy to be admired. Uh, but what is it that drives King every morning? You wake up and and you hit it. Uh, I know that there's so many people that look up to me. Uh, I have about 22 agents on my team, so I know they they really look up to me. So it is in my interest to show them and lead by example. So you know, and every single morning uh, when I wake up, I also write you know a morning email to them with a plan of what they need to do. Um, just a reminder uh, why we're in this business, just to keep them going. And I know that other people, because I am also volunteer in different organizations, Women Council of Realtors. Actually, this week, some uh, this week Wednesday, I'm being installed as a secretary for um, Women Council of Realtors State. I was a couple of years ago. I was uh, actually last year. Um, I was the president of Women Council's uh, Northwest Network. Wow. And I'm the best president right now. Correct. So I'm moving up um, a little bit. And again, the people. Um, that helped me. Um, they'd see my potential. They believe in me. I want to turn that back and help other people that look up to me as well. That is so powerful. I know that with PCS, we do the same thing. Um, with over 350 employees, as you can imagine, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into um, training them, making sure that that they're doing what they need to do, that they have the tools that they need. And one of the things that I've learned over the years is that we manage morale. We don't necessarily manage anything else, but it's, it's keeping that energy up, making sure that, that uh, they have a great work environment. Many of our uh, processors work from home, uh, which allows them the flexibility to take care of their families, et cetera. So I, I can definitely appreciate uh, the approach that you have working with, uh, with your team. Uh, this new role that you have, 18,000 members, that's nothing to sneeze at. That is, that is huge. Do you have a team around you? What do you think uh, will be something that you'll need to implement right away? So the, with the board of directors, they already have a team. So there are, I believe, uh, 20 or 21 um, people, four executives and uh, board of directors. So we already have um, a team. It's a three-year position. So, and again, it just helps that the organization is already running. So they, they just want to make sure that we have uh, you know, intelligent, smart people to make the decisions to help, you know, this huge uh, organization to move forward and implement new changes or see what, you know, members uh, need. So um, it, it is challenging, but it's also very rewarding. So I love I love your, your attitude with reference to giving back and uh, really being a stand for someone else's greatness as you've received that type of support during your career. I totally acknowledge that. I admire that. We do the same thing. Something that um, I hold very, very, uh, something that's very important to me as well. Uh, and then speaking from, from leader to leader here, what do you like to do to keep you centered? Uh, you're constantly placed, there's always a demand placed on you. 
uh, professionally and understand that uh, you're also a mom, right? Correct. I'm a single mom of three kids. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, do you have any pets too? I don't have any pets. Oh, we used to have, oh. but I didn't have time for them. So I, know. Uh, I felt bad. So, yeah, we had to find them um, a home. And my kids are so extremely busy as well. So we have a very tight schedule. All of us are. And if I can't do something or help my daughter, I have two older sons, so they can drive on their own. Uh, but I still have a 14-year-old daughter. So if she, if I can't you know, make it in time to drive her, and she has a lot of after-school activities. They know sure. when I call them. They're they don't ask me, you know, why. They just ask me where and what time to to drive her. So I have extreme help from my kids. We're very close uh, as well, and I, they see how hard I work. Um, you know, and they do help me. And uh, recently, I saw my son helping my daughter do homework. It just, it just, I love it. When, you know, when I look at them and. They they appreciate everything I've done for them, and I just love them dearly. You have a beautiful family, and how do you stay centered? I mean, how how does Kinga stay centered to do all of these things? I mean, you're a super mom, a single mom, and then you've got a business that you run. You've got other families that are dependent upon the decisions that you make. I mean, believe me, I understand the pressure. But what is it that you do? Is there a daily practice? Is there something that you enjoy uh, doing that keeps you just centered so that you're able to continue to work at this level? Uh, so uh, a year ago I signed up. It was actually very um, spontaneous um, with a personal trainer, and I've been doing that for over a year. So I see from her what she's pushing me to do, um, that a lot of things is in, it's in our mind. So a lot of whatever she's asking me to do, I would have never, ever done it on my own. And some of them, I still tell her that I can't do it, but she's telling me that, I, yes, I can, and I just have to tell my mind, yes, you can do it, and I, and I do it. And I keep up with it, so I don't give up. And another thing is, I want my kids to be proud of me. So whatever I do, I do it for them. And there are other people around me that, again, look up to me, so I don't want to give up. So I just believe in myself and other people that believe in me. I don't want to... I, I want to prove them that they're right. So that's that's what drives me. That's what keeps me, you know, focused. That's what keeps me centered. That what you know, I'll do everything just to move forward. I try to be optimistic, positive. Uh, and again, and I read a tons of books. Uh, even though it sounds like I don't have a time, but before I go to bed, there's usually half an hour. You know, even ten minutes. Uh, I read a lot of positive books uh, and just helps me, you know, move forward. Even in the car, if I don't talk, you know, on the phone, I listen to audiobooks. Uh, So there's, I always, you know, just to keep your positive mind. Yeah, I listen, I take in uh, via audible.com, two to three books a week is what I take in. Um, simply because I, I'm kind of a nerd like that, which is fine with me, but I also am fascinated by learning different perspectives, different ways of thinking that can help me serve those that are depending upon me that much better. Uh, I totally respect that. So what's a, what's a book recommendation that you'd make? Uh, right now I'm reading uh, The Book of Joy by Dalma Lama and Desmond Tutu. Amazing book. I never thought the difference between joy and happiness, that there is a difference, but it's a huge difference. So it just opened my mind and 
you know, and help help me understand why we do the things that we do. Because uh, I'm always curious, why is this happening? Why we're doing this? Why we doing, you know, other things? And you know, those books give me that, uh, you know, provide the answer for me. Yes, like the the psychology behind human behavior has always intrigued me. Correct, correct. And we also even in our business, I'm very strong. Uh, with reading people uh, personality styles and I teach that oh, yeah. uh, in our office as well that this profile the ISC this is how we're, we're yeah. back at, um, at teaching and it helped a lot how to communicate with my agents with my children at home and also with the clients absolutely as a single dad myself there's no way that I can treat my daughter or communicate love to her the same way that I would you know one of my twin sons everyone has their own personality type Correct. It's just how you correct understand them and how to stay. There's nothing wrong with e- either personality. It's just understanding why they're doing the way they're doing or why they're acting the way they're acting. It's just, you know, talking to them their own language. So it helps a yeah, lot. It's, it's fascinating, isn't it? One, it of is, I'm right, one of the books I'm reading right now is uh, was an, it has an interesting title called, or I should say one I recommend rather, because I've already read it twice, uh, by Kyle Cease. Uh, I hope I screw this up. It's the title of the book. And it's one of the most honest, transparent books I've ever read. He, he's a comedian that turned into a coach. And he uses what he presents. He incorporates the art of humor, but then goes into some really deep stuff that if humor wasn't incorporated, it would probably blow you away. So he has a nice balance when he, when he, when he speaks. And it's true. We do need humor, too, obviously, yes. Um... It must be a great book. It's, I, I read it twice. I, I couldn't put it down. I'm like, this guy. And you know what? I'm not afraid to, to admit it, but it, it, I had tears in my eyes in a couple of, uh, couple of instances because he was so honest about what he was communicating that uh, it inspired me to be like, wow, this guy is at a different level in terms of authenticity. And then I asked myself, how, how much more can I serve those that, that I lead if I elevated my level of authenticity just, you know, 1% more, 2% more. And after doing so, the feedback and the, the productivity from those that I work with, is, it's just, uh, it's been elevated as well. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so as a broker, one of the things that I, wanted to ask you is, I mean, there's so many brokers in, in, you know, in Chicago and you've got 18,000, access to 18,000 of them now. What do you think has been one of the characteristics that has put you on the map and separated you from your competition? Um, so just to be clear, we have 18,000 in our organization, but in Illinois, there, there are about 60,000 realtors, realtors that, that does not count uh, commercial agents. Uh, what I do, I'm very original. Um, I do everything the way it should be, uh, you know, to the highest standards, to the ethics. If I don't know something, I'll, I'll ask. I'm not afraid to ask. I'm not, you know, I'm not afraid even to Google some information just to see, you know, know how to do some of the things. Yeah, some of the things. I don't, I'm not afraid to spend money. Uh, I'm not afraid to hear no from, from people. Uh, I'm, I'm very open. Uh, I don't create, you know, drama. I'm very much task and business oriented. Mm-hmm. 
and, and again, I, I just move forward. I don't want to give up. If there's something that doesn't go right, I'm like, okay, it's fine. That's a good lesson. And, you know, I still have to move forward. I still have children to provide to. I still have to pay the bills. And I do it. I love it. I love it. Love, I've always admired you and your energy and how you, how you handle your business, uh, believe me, uh, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on this podcast because you have an amazing energy and, and um, I'm, as our podcast listeners will find out uh, with the remainder of this interview, I, you see things from a different perspective and those of you who are listening and if you guys are complaining about whatever you're complaining about, you have no right to complain <laughs> Because getting yeah. it done. Um, what's one option? So even, go ahead. Go even ahead. Just, you know, just going back, um, when I divorced my ex-husband, I had a very abusive ex-husband. So, mm-hmm. and Sorry. didn't have, you know, much money, would love with anything. So I had no choice. I had to make it happen. I didn't want to, you know, uh, government to provide for me or, you know, ask someone for the money. So my mind said, I'm going to make it no matter what. So, you know, I'll I'll call I call some agents. I ask some agent for help, uh, and I didn't sit and just wait and cry and you know waiting for things to happen. I made it happen, and to, for doing that over so many years, now it's it's very natural. But I still take care of my clients. It doesn't matter if they're selling you know ten thousand dollar home or a million dollar home. Everybody gets treated the same way. So and they see it and they see it you know, that I'm there to help them. I don't believe that I'm selling homes. I believe that I'm solving problems for, you know, for people. And they just, they refer me, they believe in me, and they trust me. And, you know, and it it comes up to being a great success. You are such a rock star. I love what you just said. And I think that's one of the most important aspects that separates us from our competition. And that's the phrase, I don't sell homes, I solve problems. That was so powerful. I, I'm, that may just be my next post with your permission. I'm telling you right now. That was so powerful because that's the same thing that we do on the real estate side. You know, when we're helping families get out of uh, a, de- a defaulted situation, we take it personal. We take it personal, which is why nine, nine out of ten files get approved. Uh, unfortunately, there's always that one or two <laughs> that get, you know, fall through the cracks. But how many homeowners have come back to us? And, you know, thanked us because of the fresh start that we're able to provide them uh, from a situation that's often out of their hands. And you mentioned earlier in, that you were in a situation where your previous marriage was, was abusive, which I'm so sorry to hear. But then you were like, you know what? You have a choice. You could either fold and allow that situation to control the rest of your life, which could have easily been done. But you said, no, that's not who I am. I want to go ahead and make sure that I'm living life on my terms. I'm going to step it up and go ahead and jump into a whole different field, uh, real estate, because, you know, dealing with people sometimes can be challenging, right? <laughs> Very challenging. Another thing uh, you have to understand, you don't have to please all the people. You absolutely don't. If there are toxic people in your life, you have to get them out of your way. Uh, you don't have to be rude to them, but there's a way you just have to clear your life out of those toxic people. Then you can, you know, look clearly and move forward. And that's exactly uh, what happened. Uh, speaking of that, I just remember one of my clients uh, that knew me that, you know, bought and sold with me, um, bought a book for me. It's called Iron Woman, Margaret Thatcher by John Blundell. Uh, I read that book and it was so powerful. It's, um, 
it's more of a politics book, but it's a uh, Margaret Thatcher. Uh, uh, she's in Europe, I think. She just retired, but she was an iron woman. And I can relate from all, some um, the things that she has done with the family and in, 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 you know, in politics that you're strong in one, you know, one area and sometimes you're weak in the other, but you have just have to pursue uh, your talent to where you're the strongest, uh, not work on your weak spots, you know, and help let other people help you, you know, in the spots that you, you can help yourself. So it's, it, it was just amazing book when, and then, um, when he gave me as a gift and it just opened my eyes, like how people see you and how they appreciate you. And then you're thinking, Oh my God, I've done something right. You know, what's amazing about that. Since you bring it up, I, I'm very familiar with Margaret Thatcher. She was an amazing uh, politician, uh, British politician. Correct. Her story. Mm-hmm. Most people just see her, you know, on the red carpet or see her in the position of power that she had the influence they don't know her story. They don't know her journey, which most people don't know our journeys except our, ourselves, except, you know, Correct. most of us who are walking our journeys. But I remember uh, distinctly uh, recognizing that books or people or messages, uh, I'm a huge proponent of feedback loops, were information to guide us on our next step in our journey is always coming towards us or passing us by. And so when you have someone who was kind enough to share this book, I, I think that it's, it's a testimony to the fact that you were heading in a direction and with someone giving you this book just inspired you to you know, continue your process and continue your journey that much more, wouldn't you say? Uh, absolutely, absolutely, yes. You're 100% right. Wow, this is fantastic. So I'm going to ask you just two more questions here. And again, thank you so much for for joining us here on the podcast. Um, I know that you've had your share of ups and downs. uh, And from a professional standpoint, as an entrepreneur, what's been one obstacle that you've had to face and how did you get past it? Uh, A lot of times people telling me not to do it. Uh, it's other, again, people not believing yourself. And I knew it in my heart that something was true. And I would say to people, thank you for your opinion, but that's your opinion. Let me do it my way. Or I would not say anything and just, you know, do it my way. Just believing in yourself. I think that's yeah. the hardest one. And not to listen to other people's opinion because it's their life, not your life. So, again, believe in yourself first and then others will believe in you. Agreed 100%. I've always told, uh, I've always said this statement that if you don't believe in yourself, you give no one else permission to believe in you either. That so, is true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, one final question here, and believe me, I can pick your brain for hours, but out of respect to <laughs> the, uh, the roles that you have, um, what is one, okay, let, let me paint it this way. You're speaking to a broker who has got so many plates spinning right now, and they come to you. Uh, perhaps their spirits are down. Perhaps they just are, are on the verge of giving up. What would you tell this broker, considering that I know at some point we've all been there? Um, sure. Uh, my best advice will be if you want to feel better, write someone a personal note card handwritten and say something good about that person and just wait for the feedback. 
to make someone feel oh. good, to make you feel good. It it works always, always a hundred percent. Holy crap, that is powerful. You know, it works you, for me, and you if you make a positive impact on somebody else's life, and you see positive and the negative, it comes back to you in double power. That just blew my mind with its simplicity, but at the same time, its effectiveness. That's amazing. So to so basically, you're saying, oh yeah, I could see how that works. I'm definitely going to practice that now because it's like whenever you're dialed into a situation that seems to be overwhelming, why not take your focus off that situation and do some good, write someone a note or give them a call or does a text message count? <laughs> I'm just asking. No, no, not, not it. Call, phone calls account, but it, there's nothing more powerful than personal handwritten note from your heart. Wow. I love that. I love that. Kinga, thank you so much for sharing your insight and uh, spending time with us here on the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Any parting words before we wrap up this conversation? <laughs> don't you guys ever give up. Again, believe in yourself. Don't ever, ever give up. Don't tell anybody tell you otherwise. If you believe in something, you can do it. It means that you can do it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Kinga. Corpax, is that that's the way you pronounce your last name, right? Yes, Corpax. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Again, thank you for joining us here on the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast. Hey, you've been listening to the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we share practical life hacks to shape your best life and business in the least amount of time with your host, loss mitigation executive, entrepreneur, and nationally featured author and speaker, David Ubida. Make sure to visit the Life Hacks for Entrepreneurs Facebook fan page and share your ideas on how we can make our podcast even better for you. And finally, a very special thank you to each of our listeners for your continued support as we work towards our goal of becoming the number one small business podcast on iTunes.